bad habit. Steve Lacey. I liked that. Not bad. You know, it was uh, different. (laughs) He went through some uh, key and chord changes. There was, uh, you know, elements that were, you know, different from other parts. Uh, It was interesting. Maybe not a song I would listen to on the regular. I'm familiar with the (laughs) song. I've heard it on the radio. And I do dive into the uh, the modern hits, uh, you know, in the backyard with Emma <clears throat> when we're hanging out. I love the summer hits playlist over on uh, the Spotify, and that has definitely been a a staple on that. And uh, I I dig how you know there's just some variance going on. At least finally, right? Not this monotony of sound, this repetitive kind of droning of of sound and words and, and you know it's kind of refreshing to have some variation from time to time yeah for sure yeah, it wasn't bad yeah i'll give you that i mean i'll tell you what more uh, enjoyable to listen to melodically than that ridiculous cardi b or uh oh, yeah, whatever what that was, was. That? Doja Cat or no? Either one. Doja was yeah. garbage, and then we listened to the, uh, not Cardi B, the other Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. We did the Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj song, yeah. and she she described in like beautiful detail her gaping wide wet vagina and, <laughs> and all the things that go on physically within that vagina. Frank, her pussy just needs attention. There's Man, a lot. Reach out and touch it. It's very descriptive. I know a uh, lot about... Uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj's vagina. There's no doubt about it. A lot of description. I have a lot of detail in my mind as to what's going on downstairs within Nicki Minaj's vagina. She's made it very clear in many of her songs. (laughs) And that's good. uh, That's good. Steve Steve Lacey, he might be the only straight guy. Because he's up for best... He's up for song of the year. But so is Sam Smith. Mm. But Sam Smith is gay. Definitely, yeah. And then Steve Lacey apparently came, hasn't really come out, but has hinted at being bisexual. Of course. A black guy, Steve Lacey? Black, yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's what I thought. He was very uh, soulful with the voice. Didn't strike me as a uh, white fella, but you never really know. Every once in a while, you get the Michael McDonald's out there, right? Where you're just like... You're definitely sold that Michael McDonald's a black dude, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, he, he literally looks like George Lucas. How is this even possible? Dude, I got to tell you, though, it was really funny. We were, uh, I went to this job. I finished all my jobs early so that I went to go help out these other guys, and there was, uh, they were like in this classroom trying to dig down to the sewer line to replace the broken pipe, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, like, we had to tunnel into the fucking, uh, into this like closet so then like there's four of us just five of us just standing there in this closet like digging in this trench you know very close proximity i can imagine like right next to each other (laughs) right next to each other everybody's on top of each other quite intimate yeah and uh we kind of all just stopped for a second we're taking a breather and i go uh so you guys excited about the uh the vmas coming up oh no (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was it was just dead stares for like a good second, and then just eruption of laughter. You would have thought it was the funniest joke in the world. Well, well played, my friend. I think you nailed it right there. Honestly, that is uh, 
Who who brings up <laughs> who anywhere brings up the VMAs in general? <laughs> especially in a tight quarter, so that's nice. I like that. That is that's cutting the cheese. Into 20, Twenty minutes of that's exactly the question. Who talks about the like? Everybody was like, "Is there still a VMA?" Exactly. One guy yeah. even said, "What are you talking about?" And he's <laughs> right. my age, you know. And then the other guys were like, "The MTV Music Video Awards." Oh, it was so fucking funny. Did that these has things become a joke? When are they happening? By the way, the twelfth. The twelfth of uh, September. September, yeah. It'll be Tuesday. All right, we'll be doing a show that night. All right, excellent. We'll have to maybe. That should uh, be fun. Might have to do live from the VMAs. <laughs> fly, fly us out there. Can we get the production crew to fly us out there, please? Thank you. Call the executive just, producer of the show. See if we can cut a check. See if we can float that uh, first class. <laughs> That's right. Dude. But yeah, dude. So VMAs are they're they're literally a joke. Just mentioning it becomes a joke. That's so funny. Well, what is it now? I mean. It's uh the Kardashians, Taylor Swift, uh that Olivia Rodriguez chick, and then it, it you just you've basically detailed it for us on the show over the last couple weeks here. You're essentially getting a bunch of women, uh mostly BIPOC, and there are no white straight men anywhere near this show. No, no straight, no. And I don't even think we're getting straight black men anymore. I think... Just in the hip-hop. I think straight black men are on the verge of becoming the straight white man. They are almost there. You guys well, better watch yourselves. Okay, 20% more vote for Republicans, and they have become white men. Yeah, they're, they're almost... They're pretty, pretty much there. Bl- black I've dudes... I've learned anything from Latinos. Once your group starts voting... <laughs> for Republicans, right. you become white. You're a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> well, Larry Elder, the black <laughs> face of white supremacy. Like, come on. I was, man. About to, I was about to say they better watch out because some of our greatest leaders are black. <laughs> and not my words, by the way, folks. I'm quoting when I say Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. I'm quoting the L.A. Times. Yeah. They ran an article claiming he was the black face of white supremacy, saying anybody is the black face of white supremacy is the most idiotic, racist shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, I, I think to write that on a computer, you have to be on a laptop literally jumping a jet ski over a shark. They had to actually, <laughs> they had to debug ChatGPT in order to let it through. They were like, uh, oh, Google that... wouldn't allow it. It was so racist. It's so insane that that's allowed, though. Well, because you're a left-wing publication... You can actually put out an article where you claim a black guy is the black face of white supremacy. My God, man. Can you get more racist? Is it possible oh, to no be more racist than that, dude? That's dude, you insane. want to go down a disgusting rabbit hole of how there's no consequences for the left? Go those 54 uh, intelligence agents, <laughs> intelligence agents, whatever they call them, that signed off on saying Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation. Oh, right. <laughs> All of them that are not retired and still working, they all got raises and promotions. Wow. There you go. It's disgusting. That's yeah. all you need to know. That's how There's no goes. consequences if you're a Democrat. You can say whatever you want, do whatever you want, just move on to the next story. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Especially if you're Hunter Biden and you got the laptops. Multiple. 
I don't even, I have one laptop. I have zero incriminating evidence of me doing any crack or banging any hookers on this laptop. One. I have one laptop. There is not one hooker videotape, not one shot of me smoking crack cocaine or even weighing it out. Not one. Hunter Biden has four known laptops around the world filled to the brink on the hard drives of images and video of him banging hookers and weighing out and smoking crack cocaine. There's literally a video of him arguing with the crack dealer <laughs> about the weight of the crack. Like, to have four laptops, hard drives worth of doing crack cocaine <laughs> and banging hookers? My God, dude, you do a lot of hookers and you do a lot of crack cocaine, dude. That's a great this is call, crazy. Yeah. Like, you do a lot of it. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lifetime's worth of crack cocaine and hookers, man. That's crazy. To have that much lying around? That four, much evidence? Of, that we know. That we know. We know of four yeah. laptops, man, of you doing crack cocaine and banging international hookers who are underage who work for China and Russia <laughs> and Ukraine. You know how many hard drives I have of any of that? Zero. Zero hard drives, dude. Do <laughs> you know how many hard drives most people in the world have of them doing crack cocaine and banging international hookers? Zero, man. Zero. Like, most people don't have this stuff, but Hunter Biden has four that we know of. Four. That he casually... In his fucking drugged in out his... stupor, left behind. Dude. Frank, but to be fair, how many people have lived as tragic a life? <laughs> just, just, just come on. When nobody this, this, poor, this, this poor kid. I know he's fifty four, but whatever. This poor kid, right? Just growing up. In a, in a... That's what nobody understands. Just a kid. He's just a kid. Just a kid with a drug problem, Frank. I mean, how many of us have lost a brother and then had to bang his wife? I mean, this is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is a hard life, man. It's been a rough life. That's what's so crazy is the part of the story where Hunter bangs the widow of his brother is not some sort of like, well, you know, allegedly there's this diary of Joe Biden's daughter. No, this is actually what happened. Hunter Biden went and banged his oh. brother. Joe Biden's wife. on record saying he's glad they found each other in this time of need. <laughs> nobody interviews the woman. Like, I really want to know what the fuck this woman has to say for herself. His excuse, he's on crack. <laughs> you're the one that you're the one that's fucking your ex-husband's crackhead brother. Actually, you're right. You're right. I actually give a pass to Hunter. He's high on crack. He doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this this fucking trash whore that's fucking him in between hookers? (laughs) The poor guy's high on crack. He's a victim in this whole story. (laughs) He is a victim. Well, you know what? Hunter Bo Biden's wife took advantage of him, now that I think about it. (laughs) That's right. Oh, man. Oh, I can't get over the The Hunter Biden story is so fucking spectacular and again this is my whole point on it is imagine if one of the laptops belonged to don jr just for five seconds imagine if a laptop of hunter biden's was don jr's we would never not see the images on this laptop they would be plastered over every news station forever 
forever. Imagine, you know that picture, my favorite picture of uh, Hunter Biden is where he has that pink scarf on and he's in his underwear with the with the <laughs> yeah, aviators. The tub. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? It's one of the best <laughs> Hunter pictures. <laughs> like, imagine if that was Don Jr. Dude, we would see that every time uh, the no, guy I, was I in the news. I can't stop mentioning it to people. Like, dude, there was, there was maybe possibly a hooker in Russia that said she peed on Donald Trump. And Bill Maher, Jimmy Fallon, they're still making jokes about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it literally still makes mainstream news today. <laughs> the infamous P-tape. All I have to do is say P-tape, and everybody knows. Donald Trump, peed on by Russian hookers. Yes. Yes. Right? And Absolutely. nobody knows if it's even true. It's no actually, no, no, it's it. now proven not true. We, we now have proof. And it, it it was all fake. Well, no, we know the collusion's not true. We don't know if he actually... Donald Trump may have, at one time in his life, gotten peed on by a Russian hooker. I don't know. I don't care. You're right. All You're actually right. We he have, may have laptops of proof that this guy was fucking hookers from other countries. And <laughs> underaged. Paid. Underaged you know hookers. I, mean? I, can't, I can't reiterate enough. This dude was hitting... He was... This guy is on camera having sex with underage hookers and doing crack cocaine. It, it, like, the... No, it's not news. We have proof that Barack Obama was doing crack cocaine and participating in gay sex. Nobody cares. It's unreal. Not even a, not even a whisper in the media. Nobody Can't even about cares about this stuff. It's unreal. But we're going we're gonna to spend two impeachments on an alleged tape that never existed. Oh, dude, you got to hear the left. You got to go listen to Pod Save America. They are freaking, you don't understand, they're freaking out because uh, McCarthy announced that they're going to start the impeachment inquiry. Of course, we live in a circus. You right. guys opened the doors. That's, that's what they, right. we've but been the, talking but, about this whole time. Now they're freaking out at the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy <laughs> of the right. The hypocrisy, freak. They couldn't believe we impeached Donald Trump, and now they're doing it to Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, they're you know. I hope everyone's ready. They're gonna impeach Joe Biden. You know, you know how many times twice because you guys oh, did it to their guy. That's no, you gotta go. You gotta go listen. There was so forth, many things I wanted. To, it was too many to clip because the, the one part they freaked out where the guy was like, "I mean, we got we got the war in Ukraine. We got the economy that's on the break. We got this. We got that." Don't, don't these guys realize we have other things to worry about than impeaching a president over something <laughs> stupid? And it's an impeachment you know is not gonna go through. It's like, yeah. Don't you think we were all saying that during the two impeachments of Donald Trump? Do you have for us anything from the pod? Save America, fellas. No, I, I like tried. I, I like did. No, no, no pod. Save America, fellas. All right, yeah, I'll get yeah. it for the next one because I'm not done with the them. episode. They're tough. Uh... They're tough to clip. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it, with the pod, Save America guys, you know they're a very popular podcast. What bothers me is. That is state media, what people don't understand. These dudes worked in the Obama administration. They, therefore, are very tightly connected and in cahoots, if you will, with the Biden administration, which I think we must be open to be willing to admit at this point the Biden administration is Obama part three. Obama's yeah, running the show. This is an Obama presidency that we're experiencing. Biden's a puppet. And 
the Pod Save America guys are a part of that Obama crew. Their podcast just spews the state media words of, you know, and the language of the uh, Obama oh, machine. It, it's ab- it is absolutely, absolutely appalling for you guys to bring up how insane it is to impeach the president over this. Uh, they're, they're, they're like, what they're saying is they're trying to impeach him over taking money from Ukraine. And the only reason they're doing that is because we, the Democrats, impeached Trump over trying to find out information about it. I mean, what is worse? Trying to find out if this guy's taking money from Ukraine or the guy taking money from Ukraine? What's crazy is, <laughs> in the end, it kind of seems like through all these like $25 billion checks we cut every two weeks to Ukraine, there's some sort of weird embezzling going on, and it kind of does seem like the dude in power is in cahoots with the fucking Ukrainians, and there's some weird money exchange happening. It seems like he was bought and paid for before he took office. And maybe, yeah. just maybe, these investigations the president at the time was trying to you know, take on had a little bit of merit. Maybe there was some you know, basis behind the, hey, I think these guys are corrupt. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, some, there's some corruption happening here. And, and no, fact- now, now, Frank, now we're worried about all the other things going on. Now we're worried about how much money we're going to waste on a stupid impeachment. Nobody cared about that during the two impeachments of Trump. That's right. They literally, they did that just so the fucking cunts on The View could go out there and call him the twice impeached president. <laughs> and so the Jimmys on Late Night could make some good jokes, right? That's what uh, it was all about. Yeah. Uh, well, it's all about uh, the distraction, no doubt about it. I uh, have to say, while everything's been going on, one thing slipped under the radar that I've been kind of wanting to chat with you, which is, and this is kind of a weird one, the coup d'etat in Gabon. Where? That's <laughs> right. Excuse me? God bless you. Uh, so... No, isn't it ironic that, like, Dude, literally, what was it, two months ago, we talked about, we like casually threw out the BRICS nation thing. That's right. And, and, and then ever since then, it's been like every other day, there's coup. another coup yes. in Africa. And yeah. this is the eighth coup in Africa since 2020. Wow. Yeah. So th- I think people, uh, we're not hearing about it for a reason. You know, there was a lot of uncertainty going into the BRICS nations meeting and the idea that these African countries want to unite under a gold-backed cryptocurrency. It would destroy the U.S. dollar, without a doubt. Uh, And uh, I find it interesting that, you know, again, is this the third coup in a month in Africa, though? Like, we we just did... uh, Niger. Niger, which we're very careful to report on. <laughs> and so, uh, Ni- Niger, and then we have uh, Gabon, and uh, there was another one that maybe we didn't even really talk about. I mean, th- there's been a lot of coups. Something happened in the Congo. I can't remember yeah, what but, it was. But when there's a coup, it starts with a C, and it ends with IA. That's usually how the coups work. <laughs>
Please understand that. That's how a coup in other countries works. That's how you spell it. That's how you spell it. And that's why I'm a big fan of the story. And this was swept under the rug. And the only way you could get a good story about a coup d'etat in Africa, well, you got to go with the one place where they have no water. That's right. You guessed it. Democracy now. They are parched. Get her a glass, please. Uh, Here we go. This is the, the coup in Gabon. In the central African nation of Gabon, the military junta has announced General Brice, Aligui, and Gama will serve as transitional leader following Wednesday's coup that ousted Gabon's president, Ali Bongo, whose family has ruled. We're talking about a coup in Gabon with Ali Bongo. This is the, one of the greatest stories to ever. To be fair, <laughs> it wasn't a fair election, dude. Of course you're going to win when your name is Ali Bongo. I mean, Jesus Christ, who's not voting for that guy? We're doing an audio show. Is there any... M- more fun language than coup, Gabon, Ali Bongo. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost in Macron territory here, people. Yeah, dude, this is fantastic. Like, I love this. <laughs> You're right. You know what? Africa did great. I'm going to give them credit right now. They took a gay language, French, and made it cool. Yeah, Gabon. You ever heard of like the Cameroonians speak French? Ali- Sounds way better than their f***ing ancestors. African, Fre- African French sounds awesome. No, dude. You don't want to if you don't want to fuck with those guys, you know. I'm gonna really throw it out there though. Like, I don't want to fuck with Ali Bongo. This guy sounds frightening, dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, I you grew up in Africa with a name Ali Bongo, and you made it all the way to the top. <laughs> you got to be one. I'm picturing one eye. The other one's got the scar <laughs> over it. You know, the big guy. Who's that big guy that's in all the movies? The one big. Big black guy, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Yeah, we all know Don Cheadle. Ah, <laughs> the guy with the weird eye. Oh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. That's not him. No, Forrest not Whitaker. The black is, guy. Yeah, well, Forrest Whitaker is the black guy well known for his weird eye, dude. Forrest Whitaker's a white guy. No, dude. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's definitely Forrest Whitaker's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, 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 one, there's one black guy with a weird eye. <laughs> it's just one. It's one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Forrest Whitaker's the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> I know. You, there was no alternative. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> there was no other guy. In the history of the world, there was no other guy, black dude with the weird eye, who's an actor, Forrest Whitaker. Are you kidding me? I thought Forrest Whitaker was somebody else. I could picture him in my head, but I don't know what his name is. It's it's a complete white guy. I wish I could like. I wish I could like show the picture of, of who in my head Forrest Whitaker is. Uh, just uh, sign up for Elon Musk's uh, what is it, the neuron uh, starhead thing that he wants to do. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, for some reason, Neuralink. I think I was thinking of. I okay. I don't even want to admit this. I'm excited for this I don't one. Even want this, to admit you know, this. this would be very good. So I, I said Forrest. I was Whitaker. thinking of <laughs> Sean Connery from Finding Forrester. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I was picturing Sean Connery. <laughs> That's Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> so all of you who think I'm racist, I'm just stupid. 
Yes, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But also, how funny is it? Like, this guy's Forrest Whitaker, what a genius. Like, he probably could have done something to get that eye fixed, or but he's like, no, I'm gonna be the black guy with the crazy eye, and everybody oh, yeah, forever will. That's what I'm saying. It's like his thing, dude. He's got the crazy eye, and he's he still gets roles to this day, man. And you know that's awesome, dude. You know he he uh he took what could have been you know a negative, and he embraced it and made it his thing. Yeah. Yeah. That should be inspirational to everybody. Like, this guy was just like, you know what? I got the crazy eye. Then forever, people will Google black guy with crazy eye, and they'll know it's (laughs) Forrest Whitaker, dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's like the black Steve Buscemi. Yes! I was trying to think of the white version, and it's Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Steve Buscemi's our version. <laughs> Who's also a genius and totally embraces look. Like you shouldn't have any roles in Hollywood, but you're in everything. That's crazy. It's yeah. amazing, but that's the way it should be. Like you should get roles for being unique, not because you check boxes. Yeah, dude, this guy has been in every fucking movie. That's I like don't even remember him. Forrest Whitaker's a hustler. One of my favorite roles of his is in oh, the John Travolta shit. movie, I believe, uh, Phenomenon. <sighs> If you remember, I believe he was in Phenomenon. He he's a side character. Dude, he was in Good Morning Vietnam. He's in all the best movies, dude. Forrest Whitaker. He was in Fast. No way was he in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, he was. Absolutely, he was. uh, He worked at the restaurant with the uh, with Judge Reinhold. Reinhold. Oh wow. You're right, dude. He was in Phenomenon. He's in Platoon. Yes, he was in all the best movies, man. This guy, uh, man. Wow, dude, you got to look at this guy's fucking. His catalog is fantastic. His filmography, if you will. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. He's a rock. Battlefield Earth. He's also, I believe, he was in more recently, like Dune, potentially, if I'm not mistaken. He's been in a lot of weird, cool stuff. Eh, I'm a big fan. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. I don't know. He was in Arrival. But maybe I don't know. Terrible movie. You didn't like Arrival? Oh my god, unwatchable. Unwatchable? Are you kidding me? I liked Arrival. That's the aliens with the ship, and they bring in Amy Adams, and they have to decipher the code. She's so hot, man. And they decipher the language. I thought that was a cool idea. Uh, You didn't dig on. I didn't like it at all. No, you bring in this linguistic chick, and I like it. Yeah. The aliens are like drawing shit with weird ink on them. They're pretty much coming on the glass, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, reads this." I I didn't like that at all. All right, I I like your interpretation of the aliens are coming on glass. It was so stupid. I don't know. They were like octopus, octopus, octopus eye, octopuses. Like just fucking like shooting their ink. I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. I I kind of like the idea of uh, aliens being kind. You know, similar to um, ocean creatures. You know, when you think of space, we. It's weird we don't think of space to be like an ocean when it probably is more like the ocean than we, you know? Oh, couldn't be farther from... You don't... If anything, we're living in more like a space than the ocean. The ocean's so dense, it's, it's, a, it's a different state. 
Well, yeah. The, You're space, living in a liquid. Space could also be, uh, you know, some sort of version of that. If anything, space is closer to a gas than a liquid, and actually, it's it's neither. Well, it's a vacuum, right? Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Unless, Allegedly. Unless we're in the flat Earth theory uh, territory. It could be know. dark matter. Could be a realm. You know, it's the we have the firmament. We can't get past the firmament. What do we know is past the firmament, right? We have no idea. Yeah, good call. Hey, did you see The Flash? Did we talk about that yet? Dude, I, I tried to watch The Flash. I don't know what happened. Something physically just turned off the TV and I went to bed. I don't know what like, really <laughs> took over my body. I gotta tell you, they sh- I don't care how old, how old he is. They need to go back and just redo every Batman with Michael Keaton. He's great though. I love Michael so Keaton, man. Like, come on, dude. Yes, he is. He's the Batman. So good at Batman. He played it like you really believed it. You know, dude. Know. No, he's great Batman. I believe, and I've said this before many times. The Batman is Michael Keaton, and my favorite story of Michael Keaton is when he was filming Spider Man with uh, Tom Holland in the MCU, and he was the Vulture, and they were uh, in between scenes, and he leaned over and said, "Hey, kid." I'm Batman. Like, I think that's... (laughs) He still believes he's Batman, and I believe he's Batman. If there was a Batman, it would be Michael Keaton. It would be a guy that looks like Michael Keaton. You know? This this rich dude, you wouldn't really suspect it. That's what I mean. Yeah, he does it so good. He he, (sighs) It's the perfect uh, depiction. So, I didn't see The Flash. It's been out for a while. Spoiler alert, I assume. But how... Do they dive into like? Do they go to the mansion? Do they? Do we get a lot of Michael Keaton as the Batman in this new Flash movie? Way more than I expected, and I liked it. Uh, I liked it. Not the movie, but Michael Keaton. Yeah, um, were you basically you were in for the Michael Keaton scenes? I am assuming. Pretty good. The overall movie, I, you know what? I uh, it wasn't bad. I don't remember why it. it why did it get canceled? Was he, he beat up a woman or something? No, so that whole, (laughs) they've (laughs) ended, they tried to do an MCU, and they tried to do it in the DC, in the, you know, U, and it uh, was with, it didn't work, they all bombed, and so they're, they're canceling it, and in the midst of the cancellation, the last projects to be released are were, was The Flash, and then uh, they have an Aquaman movie in the can that they're almost like probably not even going to release. It's apparently so bad. And uh, oh, yeah. with Jason Momoa. And, Plus that chick who shit on Johnny Depp's beds in it. Yes, she's in it. So that's why, yeah, it's really, yeah. The, the chick who, who dropped the turd in the bed is in that <laughs> one. So uh, they're resetting, they're refreshing to be fresh. And apparently they're getting the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy to do this whole new kind of MCU style DC universe with Superman, Batman. Oh, they're and they're doing God. they're refreshing everything. They're doing a reboot, dude. How also, many... they're gonna bring in some gay Britain, the Cumberfaggot, whatever his name is, <laughs> and uh, then they're all gonna start going through the multiverse. That's okay, great. You know, that's what's going to happen. Yes, they're going to do that whole thing. And I think this Flash movie is going to play into it, actually, because it sounds like they did some sort of multi. I, I Dude, I just can't well, they follow They did the timeline it. thing. I don't have time myself to just follow this shit anymore. 
I think that's the problem. Yeah. Movies used to just be like, I could go see the Batman. It's got Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton and Kim Basinger, and, and it's going to be an awesome 90 minutes, and then the date night's over. Good call. Now I have to be, like, invested and follow the characters and the story arc, and it's multi-movies and multi-universes and multi-dimensions, and it's too much, dude. Yeah. But maybe, well, you know, they're banking on the fact that adults now are kids, essentially, right? We're gamers, and we're into following stuff like that, you know? Like, that's kind of the whole, that's the deal these days. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I only really took away one thing from the entire movie. There's a scene where the Flash, he like he takes his shirt off because he's gonna get into the this machine that like right. turns him back into the Flash. Yeah, through like electricity, or whatever. And uh, it immediately caught my eye. Couldn't help but notice it. Chest hair's back, and not like the gay chest hair where you like carve a heart and like you know trim it up. No, this guy just had like natural flowing chest hair. You talking about uh, Ezra? Miller, the Flash himself. I thought he was a gay too, but no, he just had the he had like regular. It was just regular chest hair. Wow, you know what I, mean? I am. Do you know actual, what I'm saying, dude? Like I, regular, like yes. not not like print. You know what I mean? Like I'm it's, it floored. Just, no, you're saying the, he had some regular looking chest hair going on. Regular chest hair, wow. not trim, not fucking a designer shape, and like I am you know, shocked, sir. Absolutely, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was like as if you know, well, not you because you're like a woman, but it was like as if I just took my shirt off. You know, <laughs> you're right. I uh, well, I'm half Polish, half Italian. <laughs> But I, but I could I was so excited because dude, I've been waiting like twenty years for the hairiness to come back. That's right. No, th- All we're, right. we're due. We're due. Uh, you know what I've been seeing, and I think uh, I'm going to shock Emma with it. Uh, sideburns are coming back. I've been seeing them on TV. Yeah, sideburns. Huh? I think I'm going to I'm going to trim in and rock a little sideburn goatee action. Ooh, I'm going to do it. No, you're really gay. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Get that right. grinder profile going. That's right. <laughs> I want the fellas to know I'm the real deal. <laughs> I got that dick sweeper, you know what I'm <laughs> And I can get the balls, too. That's what <laughs> the sideburns, dude. I thought the sideburns, we grew up in the era of the sideburns. In the late 90s, early 2000s, when we were going through the schools and when... Uh, the young, it was the sideburns, and I'm not just talking about the young fellas. Like, check out the movies from uh, the late '90s, early 2000s. You know, like Vince Vaughn and all those people. They were rocking the sideburns in the movies. It's very funny, and I, I've been telling people for a long time, we're due for a return to the sideburns. We're so overdue on the sideburns. I can see it coming back. And here's the thing with sideburns which I'm surprised they haven't made a huge comeback. I feel like that'd be something the tranny group would be able to latch onto easily. <laughs> right, because they don't do the full beard. You're right. So, like, if you're doing the tranny thing, like, sideburn side culture oh. would be something you'd really embrace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're good call. See, but... <laughs> Now there's a lot of bald men, and sideburns kind of leave out the bald guy. You can't do bald head sideburns, you know? No, I like bald the... Chin. I, I Oh, you're right. So beard culture is there for bald men. Because you can do the no hair on top of them, the full beard. Right, which I yeah. think is a power move. It's so hard to maintain. 
it's I've a tried good it, look. and then I feel like, well, this is just as gay as having head hair. Like, no, yeah. the beard. I'm going for no. I'm going for no maintenance. If you do that and you do the full shave, that's that's fantastic. I I think that's that's an that's equal. That's an equal power move. I like the shave the head. I if you do the full shave again, I think there's a power element to it. You know, there's a confidence behind that. If you do the shaved head with the full yeah. beard, <clears throat> equal confidence in my book. You're going for it. You got the look down, you know, and you're embracing. I've been getting a lot of guys, catching a lot of guys off balance with it because uh, when they make fun of me for being bald, I go, yeah, you're right, because nothing's gayer than just shaving my head once a week. I'd rather sit there and put soap, conditioner, comb it, brush it. <laughs> <laughs> put gel in it, make sure you got your products. Fuck. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm telling you, people... Uh, Lay off the product if you actually want to just have the natural hair go the homeless man natural hair route. Get off just that shampoo. Get off the shampoo. That stuff is filled with toxins. It's designed to clog the pores and destroy the head. Uh, for a man, just shave it. I, I, to be honest, I was buzzing my hair even before I started losing it. Cut your hair short and use a bar of soap. It's so easy. Yeah. And, and you will probably have better hair and feel better about yourself. Get, get off the toxins and you know, these shampoos, they're filled with so much stuff, man. It's insane. There's chemicals in there. Like, why were people covering their bodies in these chemicals? Yeah, I know. I always think about it when Nona talks about her parents and her grandparents. We used to just use soap like never made had from any fat. Of that. Her, <laughs> her parents died at, like, 96. They had no, sun ten- <laughs> no sunblock. Yes. No shampoo. Right? Yes. They were using their own soap that they made out of pig fat. It was the same soap they used to clean the clothes, to clean their bodies, their hands, their hair, everything. You know? We have every soap and every conditioner and every moisturizer you could ever imagine, and everyone's bald and has dry skin. And then <laughs> skin the, cancer. And at the same time, we have every sunscreen you could ever imagine on every SPF that could block every UV ray known to man, and everybody's got skin cancer. It's, cra- it's crazy, dude. I, I don't, yeah. Nona's family lived forever with none of it. With nothing, dude. I, I've been really big on uh, lately just, like, what? why do we need all this extra stuff? Doesn't it seem like we're just consuming extra stuff that we don't need? That's and, what it is. You don't need it. No, and, and we, could, we used to just get by on a bar of soap. It's not because crazy. Actually, there's actually one thing you really need. That's water. And that's about to be radioactive. Uh, come to Colorado. <laughs> Ours already is. My teeth have never been whiter. It's fantastic. I got to talk about it. Did you see they're releasing the Fukushima water? This has been on the docket for two weeks now, folks. So much shit happens in our world. Uh, And we here on the Dude Man podcast uh, always love to go off on our tangents. You've caught me here. I'm scrolling now. Uh, through the clips uh, here. No, I, I, I do want I can to do Fukushima. <clears throat> I can do Fukushima or Loch Ness, either one. Fukushima is very interesting. We're going to do Loch Ness afterward because it actually came back in the news. They spotted something. Believe it or not, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, 
But uh, Fukushima, uh, two weeks ago, it wasn't this Friday, it was last Friday, uh, announced they're releasing the nuclear water into the ocean. They got cleared by the International Whatever Committee. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Who, whoever pays whoever off to make these things happen. <laughs> What's crazy is China announced before that they release it, like, if you release this, we will ban your seafood. And they released yeah. it. They released it. We have nuclear water. I got sushi two nights ago. Uh... I am glowing still at night when I walk through the house. It's fantastic. <laughs> My cats love it. It's a great show. Uh, here we go. Fukushima. I've been dying. Mike, thank you. I've been dying to talk about this. Let's do this. In Japan this morning, a nuclear plant destroyed by an earthquake and tsunami back in 2011 started releasing water that had been exposed to radiation into the Pacific Ocean. It's a release that follows months of debate and strong opposition from fishing interests who say this is very bad for business. And China has already reacted by banning all seafood imported from the country of Japan. Elizabeth Palmer visited the site earlier this year. Experts for TEPCO, the company in charge, explained they've collected so much radioactive water from rain and runoff over the years, they kept having to add tanks to contain it. Now these tanks are almost full of water, more than a million tons of it, and TEPCO says the only solution is to start getting rid of it. By piping it into the sea next to the plant, for Haru Ono, who's been fishing this ocean all his life, that is an outrage. It's not a garbage dump, he tells me. They say it's safe, but the consequences could be 50 years down the road. There will be no consequences, says TEPCO, because its technology removes all radioactive compounds Science! from the water, except one, <laughs> tritium which stays in but is diluted to meet international standards. So even when the water is piped back into the sea, TEPCO says fish from Fukushima will be safe to eat. The international <laughs> atomic... Just like the air in New Lebanon was totally safe to breathe after the black cloud explosion. Or New Palestine, yes. The agency broadly backs the tritium-laced water release, but will consumers actually eat the fish? New, 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 some, some Muslim fucking new town. I don't know. This is crazy shit, eat man. Eat the fish? Unlikely, says Haruo Ono, who is now looking at the end of his livelihood. For CBS Mornings... Yeah, these guys are done. They're, they're literally going to pack it up. They, they, they announced they're going to release this nuclear water into the ocean, and these local fishermen said, please don't because you will end our careers, and they said, too late. <laughs> Here we go. Bonsai. Oh, yeah. Si they said, uh, <laughs> sayonara. <clears throat> I don't think that's Japanese. Good. I'm racist. <laughs> it might be. Sayonara? Yeah, I thought that's sayonara me. was the Japanese. <laughs> Who is it? I don't know. Dude. I thought they couldn't say R. That's the, that's the Chinese, dude. They... Sayonara. No, that's Chinese. Oh, come on, they're the same. No, Chinese do the L's for the R's, right? Oh, you're right. The Japanese are the ones with the dirty knees. The Japanese are the ones with the huge <laughs> dicks. They're the Italians of the, of the Asians, remember? <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> you never forget who's got the big dick. 
the Italians of the Asian communities. <laughs> the Italians of Asia. <laughs> the Japanese. That's... <laughs> It's so true. They're almost the, like Japan almost resembles some sort of like a, a foot, you know, that's kind of similar to. Oh, like, yeah. If it was just a little land connecting. It, you know, <laughs> so they're releasing uh, uh, the they did it already. This is two weeks ago. It happened. China has banned seafood. I went and got some sushi yesterday, two days ago. Uh, delicious. I feel great for now. Five, ten years from now, I will be dead. There's no doubt about it. If you can't trust the Japanese government, who can you trust? (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing I've learned. I mean, well, uh, radioactive water, does it affect us? Does it dilute us? Do we believe so? um, When it comes to chemtrails, the you could look up chemtrailing and geoengineering and the solar solar radiation management that they have going on. There are operations happening worldwide in here in the United States. And when you do your research into it, they admit that yes, we are spraying chemicals that have metallic substances such as the silver iodine or iodide. I I, I confused the uh, the term there, but uh, they they have these elements that are actually scientifically toxic for life and they admit that they are and they admit that they spray them when it comes to the chemtrails however they are able to bypass laws environmental laws and they're able to do it because they claim scientifically that the dispersion of these silver pieces these these micro metallic pieces it, it the way it disperses makes it uh you know almost like they don't exist and, and that yeah. uh it's inconsequential to the health of the species below and so they're able to skirt the laws and the health of the people by by instituting these programs by claiming well well we we disperse it enough that it, it doesn't really affect it doesn't have a, a a calculable negative effect on people, and so that's what they're doing with this nuclear water in Japan. They're saying, "Well, we're gonna dis- it's gonna disperse amongst the water in the Pacific Ocean, and it will not have a calculable, you know, a calculable effect on uh on on the populaces." Yeah, I believe them. Do you believe the math and the science? Are we to always <laughs> just believe the fucking science? I'm so sick of believing the science. Uh, I believe that uh, it will have a small enough effect, enough so that you won't be able to prove that that's where your is, problems are coming from. <laughs> yes, isn't that what it is? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, you, you're all going to get sick, and your life expectancy is going to lower, but we're not going to be able to link it to this specifically. But hey, look, all you Japs, if you lower that age by two years, you're still beating Americans. I know, dude. We have the lowest life expectancy of anybody. It has plummeted in the last 10 years. Isn't it kind of weird that we've been spraying nonstop chemicals in our skies and our, our life expectancy <laughs> has plummeted 10 years? Anybody want to make a connection? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, it's, clim- it's climate change. It's just climate change. That's right. <laughs> of course, man. So get your Fukushima water. Go get some sushi from Fukushima. Uh, it'll be delicious. <laughs> no, uh, I think that's a wild situation. I remember when Fukushima happened back in 2011, and I was one of the weirdos online being like, does anyone, 
Is anyone concerned if you live in, like, California? Like, maybe, you know, there's, like, a wave of nuclear water coming at you? Like, nobody cares. Nobody cared. No, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody in Hawaii cared. Uh, and that that's basically uh, how it goes, man. Maybe just nobody's paying attention. That would be my only guess. But uh, I think that's the big thing is you could get away with a lot now because nobody's paying attention. Nobody's yeah. paying attention. Who who cares about radioactive water in Japan? Donald Trump's indicted for the fourth time, Frank. We got him. <laughs> I honestly forgot that was going on, to be totally honest. <laughs> And it's a slow weekend. <clears throat> it's Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Oh, Labor I hope Day. everyone got a day off. Uh, the laborers out there, the, the true laborers, as is true with all these holidays, the, the real workers out there work still, and the rest of oh, us uh, get the day off. That's how, that's how it goes. I finally got it off, man. Oh, Con- congratulations. It. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to sleep in. It's going to be lovely. Uh, but don't worry, folks. I won't sleep in too late. I will wake up early enough to release the episode. I know you were all out there <laughs> waiting eagerly for the uh, drop of the episode. Uh, but slow news weekend, no doubt, and we have a carryover from a previous episode. Mike was dying to hear about it. This is true. This is big. People are really into it. It's happening. We're there again. Folks, we are talking, you guessed it, the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> the mystery of the Loch Ness Monster has fueled imagination and speculation for centuries. Over the weekend, explorers and enthusiasts from around the world descended on the Scottish Highlands to join the largest ever hunts for evidence of its existence. Ian Lee joined the crowd hoping to get to the bottom of this murky mystery. Learning the lore of Loch Ness takes a local. You look down to the end of the valley. Especially if you're looking for a legend. What do you think that is? That could be a monster sighting for the weekend. <laughs> Scott Kelly grew up with the tales of a monster lurking in these waters. The foresters and the farmers and the local folk around the loch will, will see unusual things in the water, but they'll keep quiet about it. We have an opportunity here. American. <laughs> this just shows you how me. dumb Americans are. If you just have a good accent, We'll listen to anything you have to say. You've got me hooked. Line and sinker, my so... friend. What is that, Irish? Tell me more. Scottish? Scottish. I'm locked. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Irish, you, you might be kind of drunk. I don't know. I'm going to be a little uh, Scottish, though. Okay, this guy oh, needs I'm sorry, I'm, really... dude, I know Americans get drunk enough they sound Irish. Scottish? <laughs> Scottish, yeah. I'm going to believe this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful accent, dude. I, I want to fuck you. <laughs> Discovering monsters, his life's mission. Here's the thing that excites me. It's not impossible. That's what brought you here today. Yes, absolutely. This search is the largest in 50 years, with high-tech infrared cameras and drones trying to solve a millennia-old mystery. The myth goes back to the 6th century. and I... We're still not sure, though, if COVID came from a penguin and a bat. <laughs> Or a lab? Not totally sure. There's not a lot of evidence, but we're we spending we, we we all this money. We, we can't even figure out if it was or was not a plane that hit the Pentagon, or who dropped a bag of cocaine in the White House. But we will solve. This is, this is the largest this surge in the history of mankind for Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> which I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> who, who shot Tupac? Fuck you. We're looking at the Loch Ness. While, while we're on. listening to this, Google for yourself 
Whale's penis Loch Ness monster. You're gonna get. You're in for a ride. I can't. Fish monk <laughs> allegedly spotted a large beast, but the legend really took off in 1933 with a whale-like creature spotted swimming around. Based on the evidence uh, that that's been collected here over many decades, I think you could make a very strong argument that the creature does exist. <laughs> but getting that evidence means getting on a boat searching for anything on the surface and in the dark depths below with an underwater microphone. We have really four. It's a whale's penis. Can we be <laughs> what the fuck? I'm telling you. Loch Ness Monster is a whale's penis. There's one asshole who I guess went on Twitter and said he believes it's a whale's penis that people are seeing. No, if you look at uh, pictures of whales' penises being exposed over the water, it's the exact same picture of that original Loch Ness monster picture that everybody has seen. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. It like no, it's so it obvious. Look like it. It's obvious that it's a whale's penis, and whales are known to go into that area. Oh, they do have huge dicks. Damn. <laughs> God damn. They got that Pete Davidson energy. There's no doubt about it. Dude. I didn't know whales came from Italy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. So there's an ongoing theory out there that I am a big supporter of that the Loch Ness Monster, the original picture, which is based which all the stuff is based on, is in fact a picture of a whale's penis. That's so funny. It does look just like, it looks like it could be a whale's penis. But I thought they proved that that was fake. What, the original? Yeah, it was a log. Oh, sure. It could be a log or a whale's penis. (laughs) Or a whale's penis. I mean, there's some pictures of these whale's penises that look exact. I know. It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny that it could the, almost... No, the funnier part is, think about that whale. That's an awesome whale. This guy's showing his dick to the world, man. <laughs> he gets a boner and he fucking flies upside down, sticking it up out of the water. That's hilarious. He's a distant cousin of that dude who lives in that high-rise in Chicago, just showing his <laughs> junk to the ladies. Or or him and his pals, they just watch Jaws. <laughs> then they ran up, they swam up to the beach, and they're like, You saw him freak out over that fin. Wait till they see my dick. <laughs> yes. You know? Dude, I love the Loch Ness stuff. I, I'm telling you, I think there's more evidence to suggest that it's all based around a picture of a whale's dick. Than anything else. It's more realistically a whale's dick than an yes. ancient monster. Yes. It's been around since but the 6th century. If you are to Google or search on the Google machine any news, apparently this week after this clip uh, that I took, they did see there was some alleged evidence taken uh, photographic of Loch Ness. Wow. Yeah, that man. doesn't mean. Because I don't understand it doesn't it's mean it's not, not the Loch Ness Monster. It's not Nessie. It could, it could be Nessie. Could well be? We don't know. But those bloops create more questions than answers. Unfortunately, today we didn't see Nessie out here on the water, but we did see a lot of rain and beautiful landscape. The downpour shrouded the loch in mystery, 
Mother Nature likes to keep her secrets. All right. Yeah, the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. The search continues. And allegedly <laughs> this week, uh, uh, some people took some pictures of the Loch Ness Monster and saw something going on over there, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, it kind of, I looked at the pictures, it looked like some trash bags wrapped around a log of some sort, <laughs> you know, it looked like some garbage, no joke, uh, that's kind of really what it looked like, but, uh, it could be the Loch Ness, I'm a huge supporter of the whale's penis theory, it's it maybe one of the funniest things ever. Oh, to, I think it'd be so much better to be the whale's penis, well, to, I want it to be a whale's penis. You know there's monster. places around here, like, uh, gift shops and restaurants and bars that have dedicated their entire lives to this legend and all that stuff, and... If it were to always have been about a whale's penis, my God, is there anything better? <laughs> right? The real question, do you think they continue to sell products? They just change it from a monster to a penis? Yeah, a monster penis. That's what yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it then becomes a porn attraction place, right? Oh, good call. Yeah, that's right. Did you start selling dildos the size of whale penises? <laughs> Insane. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, giant whale's penis being the Loch Ness Monster. Ooh, if the I, penis is that big. Think about how big a whale vagina is. Jesus Christ. Well, based on the descriptions from the songs, I imagine equal in size to uh, Cardi B. <laughs> Deja Cat. No, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Almost the same. They're, they all have the same vagina. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. All of them have gaping holes for vaginas. <laughs> whale whale-sized vaginas. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm going based on their songs and their, the, the, you know, the descriptions. Oh, they're as wet as the Loch Ness. <laughs> Imagine dedicating your life to chasing the Loch Ness monster. There's people out there like that. Like that is wild stuff. What a what a dedication. I think it's great because imagine if they didn't have that to pursue. Oof. You're right. You what have the maybe doing. well. Then you have the next Uvalde shooter. That's what I think you have. Going or Taylor on Swift security would just have to step it up. <laughs> so many stalkers. <laughs> you know. Taylor Swift, man, she's got a documentary coming out of her last tour that she just did that was like $1,000 a ticket that nobody could afford. And she, the, the title of the documentary is called Printing Money. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift, Printing Money. You know it's going to be like an HBO special, right? It has to be. I was telling Emma, like, you know... You'll get to see the show eventually. I promise you. They're gonna put it out on some of the, one of the streaming services. It'll be a massive thing. She'll cut more checks. You're right, dude. It'll it'll just be a huge success for Taylor Swift. This is the year of Taylor Swift. She had a good year. Yeah, we'll see if she wins song. Of the, I'm saving it for next week to play her song of the year nomination. I love it. And so you do you not think she's gonna win? I feel like she's gonna sweep the awards everywhere, no, especially at the Grammys. No. You gotta give it to a gay guy or a black chick. Well, Beyonce's album kind of lame, and Taylor Swift not even nominated. It's weird. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, 
Man. Not, I didn't even see Beyonce on well, Maybe she didn't have an album, but she was on tour. You know, maybe there's something going on there. But Taylor Swift, it was all the rage, all the news. I have to imagine she's going to just sweep the thing. and then. Oh, good call. Beyonce is nominated for Show of the Summer. That's an award? That's the lamest award. When did that become award? Oh, is that VMAs? Yeah, I don't know, but it might be uh, she's going to lose to Drake or Taylor Swift or Carol G. How, how do you not... I mean, Taylor Swift's show was outrageous. She It made so much money, she gave million-dollar raises to her dancers. <laughs> million bonuses. <to> <laughs> no, like, that's how much money it made. 